Before we get into today's video, I just want to thank everyone personally for 500 plus subscribers. It really means the world to me. I can't thank you guys enough for your continued support. And the growing of this channel this year has been crazy. We went from, I think it was 195 at the beginning of the year to now over 500. I don't even know what the number is. It changes every day. Um, so I really just can't thank you guys enough. That's amazing. It makes me want to work harder. And the road to a thousand is extremely possible for this year now. So just wanted to say, I can't thank you guys enough. The video that we're going to be doing today is predicting the records of every team in the NFL for the 2021-2022 season. I'm not going to be doing playoff predictions yet. This is kind of just like a rough draft, uh, super early. So when the season is closer, we're going to do another one and then maybe I'll do uh, playoff predictions and stuff like that as well. Just a quick synopsis of what I think is going on and how I think the offseason of each team is going to affect them for the regular season. So I hope you guys enjoyed the video today. Please leave a like and subscribe if you haven't. It means the world to me. Um, thank you so much for watching and enjoy the video. First up, I got the Arizona Cardinals with a projected record of 9-8. and eight. The Cardinals had a good offseason. They addressed some needs by acquiring Rodney Hudson and signing J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, and A.J. Green. Zayvon Collins and Rondell Moore should be impact players from the jump as well. The Cards will need Kyler Murray to be extra special this season to compete with the Rams and the Seahawks, which is a very real possibility. Look for a 9-8 season to be more of a floor than a ceiling for the Cardinals. Next up, I have the Atlanta Falcons with a projected record of 7-10. The Falcons had an interesting offseason. They had no cap space to work with, and instead of starting a rebuild, they sort of just retooled their roster around 36-year-old Matty Ice. Julio Jones is certain to be out of Atlanta at this point, but Matt Ryan still has Calvin Ridley and now Kyle Pitts to throw to. Their defense just simply is not good enough to compete with the talent in their division, and their running game seems to be non-existent. This seems like this will be Matt Ryan's last season in Atlanta, especially if they don't make the playoffs. Next, we have the Buffalo Bills, with a projected record of 13-4. The Bills did a great job of re-signing all their most important free agents, especially on the defensive side, and addressing their pass rush with their top two picks in the draft with Gregory Rousseau and Carlos Basham Jr. The Bills will have no problem putting up points, and as long as their defense at least slightly improves, they will be very, very dangerous this year in the AFC. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens with a projected record of 11-6. The Ravens traded Orlando Brown, but essentially replaced him with Alejandro Villanueva and Kevin Zeitler. They also surrounded Lamar Jackson with Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman, and Tylen Wallace to go along with Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. The one weak area on this team is their pass rush. They will rely heavily on Tyus Bowser and first-round pick Jason Owa. The Ravens will be just fine. Expect them to compete for the top spot in the AFC North. Next up, I have the Carolina Panthers, and I have them with a projected record of 8-9. and nine. The Panthers continue to build a great roster. Sam Darnold is the guy in Carolina, and he is surrounded with the most talent he's ever had. Passing on Justin Fields to select J.C. Horn was interesting, so expectations are high. The Panthers were very competitive this past season, and with a roster with more talent, I expect them to take another step forward towards the playoffs. The Panthers season relies very heavily on how Sam Darnold plays, 
Next up, I have the Cincinnati Bengals, with a projected record of 6-11. The Bengals offseason was pretty decent, replacing Carl Lawson with Trey Hendrickson and William Jackson with Chidubu Uwuzi, also adding Larry Ogunjobi, Mike Hilton, and Riley Reef. Even after drafting Jamar Chase, the offense will rely on Joe Burrow being back to his pre-injury self. The offensive line is still not where it needs to be, and the defense still has a glaring hole at linebacker. The Bengals will take a step in the right direction, but that's all they'll do. Next are the Cleveland Browns, and I have them with a projected record of 12-5. Don't look now, but the Browns quietly put together one of the most talented and deepest rosters in football. The Browns added players like John Johnson, Jadavion Clowney, Greg Newsom, and Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa through the draft and free agency. Adding these players to a team that went 11-5 and even won a playoff game can only improve them. Expect the Browns to prove that 2020 was no fluke. Next up, I have the Chicago Bears, with a projected record of 9-8. The Bears were having a rather mediocre offseason, going into the new season with Andy Dalton as their undoubted starter. Then the draft happened, and the Bears finally found a franchise quarterback in Justin Fields, and added an absolute monster in Tevin Jenkins at tackle. The Bears somehow went 8-8 with bad offensive play and so-so defensive play last season. I think Justin Fields should start day one, and if he does, I believe he could guide the Bears to the cusp of the playoffs yet again. Next up we have the Dallas Cowboys, with a projected record of 10-7. The Cowboys were destroyed by injuries last season, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Also sporting a historically bad defense that allowed 5.9 yards per play. With Dak coming back healthy, along with three starting offensive linemen, the real test will be how much new defensive coordinator Dan Quinn can get out of this defensive unit. Adding Keanu Neal, Micah Parsons, and Kelvin Joseph should help immediately. But this is a unit that still is not close to being in the top half of the NFL. Next up, I have the Denver Broncos, with a projected record of 9-8. The Broncos had one of the best off-seasons of any team in the NFL, including a fantastic draft. This roster is undoubtedly talented. But the Broncos' decision to pick Patrick Sertan over Justin Fields was very questionable. Neither Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater seemed to be the long-term answer. Regardless, the defense should be able to put the Broncos in a position to win many games. But I believe inconsistent quarterback play will hold the Broncos back from making the playoffs this season. Next up, I have the Detroit Lions, with a projected record of 3-14. and After trading Matt Stafford, the Lions are in a position to really start a rebuild from the ground up. The defensive front has some potential, with Trey Flowers, Romeo Aquara, and Michael Brockers. But that offense doesn't have nearly enough juice to be anything special. The Lions are just bad right now. But with a lot of draft capital, it will get better, but in time. The Lions will definitely have a top three pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Next up we have the Green Bay Packers, with a projected record of 12-5. As long as Aaron Rodgers plays, the Packers will be a playoff team every year. The Packers improved their secondary by selecting Eric Stokes and added a nice target for Rodgers in Amari Rodgers. Losing Corey Lindsley is big, but the Packers have a next-man-up mentality, so his departure might not be felt as much. I think the defense will take a slight step back in 2021, but the Pack will still be on the top of the NFC North when it's all said and done. Next up, I have the Houston Texans, with a projected record of 2-15. This record is with Deshaun Watson not playing in mind. 
the Texans signed a ton of free agents this offseason to fill the roster, which is usually not a good sign. Neither Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills will not make enough of a difference to save the Texans from the inevitable, which is the number one overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Next, we have the Indianapolis Colts with a projected record of 11-6. The Colts were surprisingly quiet this offseason after the trade for Carson Wentz. This Colts roster is one of the most complete and talented in the NFL. The pass rush still remains a little bit of a mystery, but in a weaker division, the Colts should have no problem making the playoffs again this season. Next up, we got the Kansas City Chiefs with a projected record of 15-2. The Chiefs absolutely crushed this offseason, surrounding Patrick Mahomes with more than enough protection. Mahomes should have 3-5 seconds to throw the ball on every drop back which is an absolutely terrifying thought for every single fan and team in the NFL. Next, I have the Las Vegas Raiders, with a projected record of 6-11. The Raiders have flirted with taking steps in the right direction the past couple seasons, and that ends this year. The Raiders are making very questionable decisions, including blowing up their entire offensive line, signing Kenyon Drake to be an $8-plus million a year backup, and selecting a tackle in the first round that probably would have been there in round two. The Raiders should stop pretending, blow it all up, and start fresh in 2022. And that includes the quarterback position. Next up, I have the Los Angeles Chargers with a projected record of 10 and seven. The Chargers upgraded their offensive line immensely in the offseason, signing Corey Lindsey, Matt Filer, and drafting Rashawn Slater. The coaching staff has also improved greatly and I expect the Chargers to tighten up the game management miscues that cost them so many games last season. They should definitely be fighting for at least a wildcard spot this season. Next up, I got the Los Angeles Rams, with a projected record of 12-5. The Rams made a Super Bowl or bust mentality move in trading for one of the game's most underappreciated quarterback stars in Matthew Stafford. There should be no excuses for the Rams to not make a deep run into the playoffs this year a great offense, and a superb defense. Matt Stafford looks to be the final piece of the puzzle in Los Angeles. Next up, we got the Ohio State, oh shit, I mean Jacksonville Jaguars, with a projected record of 5-12. I will be honest, I hated the Urban Meyer hiring, and I don't like the way he or his staff approached the offseason. Meyer denounced the free agency process, but then proceeded to spend big on free agents like Marvin Jones, Shaquille Griffin, and Rashawn Jenkins, which isn't terrible at all, just contradictory. He and his staff have approached this like a college football team, and until that formula is proven to work, not even Trevor Lawrence will be able to stop the Jaguars from being bad. Next, we have the Miami Dolphins, with a projected record of 11-6. The Dolphins have an extremely young, exciting, and talented group down in the 305. Adding guys like Will Fuller and Jalen Waddell will really help Tua get even more comfortable. Jalen Phillips is a great young, moldable piece to add to a pass rush that needed a shot of talent. The Dolphins should be on their way to the playoffs this season. Next on deck, we got the Minnesota Vikings with a projected record of 9-8. The Vikings had a fantastic draft, and a pretty decent free agency period too. Sticking Patrick Peterson in that secondary will surely help the young guns, and Dalvin Tomlinson up front will be a monster. Justin Jefferson is an absolute superstar. If he continues to develop further, this offense will undoubtedly be one of the most electric in the league. And that Dalvin Cook guy is pretty good too, I guess. 
Next, we have the New England Patriots, with a projected record of 8 and 9. The Patriots spend an incalculable amount of money this offseason, which is completely out of character, but was very necessary as well. This team added Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, and Matthew Judon to fill some major holes. Cam Newton is looking to bounce back from a very poor season, and if he struggles, we might see Mac Jones. And he might come with some struggles as well. There are too many what-ifs on this team right now to pin down an exact record. I at least expect them to make somewhat of a playoff push, at the very least. Next, we got the New Orleans Saints with a projected record of 9-8. The Saints had a tumultuous offseason. They had to cut many players and see some free agents walk as well. They also had a questionable draft and saw their greatest ever player retire. Despite all that, this Saints roster is still very talented and very well coached. Hopefully a year on the bench will prove fruitful for Jameis Winston, who should get his chance to start full-time for the Saints. Next, we have the New York Giants, with a projected record of 9-8. This is it for Daniel Jones. He has to put it all together for the Giants this season. They have provided him with a great receiving core and an improved offensive line. On the defensive side, they added to the secondary by signing Adoree Jackson and got a steal in the second round with Aziz Ojolari and a steal in the third round with Aaron Robinson. I have my doubts about Danny Dimes, but if he could clean up his play and stay consistent, this Giants team might be able to win 11 or 12 games. Next up, we got my New York Jets with a projected record of 6-11. As a Jet fan, there are plenty of reasons to be excited for the direction and culture change at one Jets drive. The Jets are still at least one year away from making any sort of playoff push, as they still have holes all over their roster. But I expect to see an improvement all around, especially offensively. Joe Douglas has done a good job so far surrounding Zach Wilson with the talent needed to be eventually successful. There are going to be some growing pains, but when the smoke clears, there will be many reasons to look forward to 2022. Next up we have the Philadelphia Eagles with a projected record of 5-12. Talk about a roster with holes all over it. The Eagles made a great decision by moving up slightly to get Devonta Smith and they had a solid draft, but that was about it for the offseason. Hopefully a healthy offensive line will give Jalen Hurts more time to get through his reads. There isn't too much to get excited about for the Eagles though, as their defense hasn't gotten much better either. Adding six rookies on defense is more of a long-term fix than an immediate fix. Next up we have the San Francisco 49ers, with a projected record of 8-9. and nine. The Niners managed to bring back the majority of their key free agents this offseason, and added a few pieces here and there. Last year was a big disappointment for the Niners, basically because of a cavalcade of injuries. I don't expect this season to be much better, however. Playing in the NFC West is going to slow the process to getting back to the playoffs for the Niners. We also don't exactly know what to expect yet from the quarterback position, whether it be Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks, with a projected record of 10 and 7. The Seahawks' success relies on Russell Wilson. As long as Russ stays healthy and plays the way he's been playing, he is a top 5 quarterback, at the very least. Nothing else about this team should really excite you, except for the passing game. Russ will have the Seahawks fighting for the playoff seeding all season long. Next up we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, with a projected record of 7-10. The Steelers addressed their pitiful run game by drafting Najee Harris in the first round, which is a great start. Hopefully the offensive line can block for him after losing Matt Filer and Alejandro Villanueva. 
This will certainly be the last year of Big Ben, and it can't come soon enough in my opinion. With a roster of aging stars and stars that need to be paid very soon, the Steelers could end up in a sticky situation. Plus, the Steelers didn't do anything really to build off of their fluky season last year. Next, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with a projected record of 13-4. The Bucs are the first team to return all 22 starters on offense and defense from a Super Bowl team. The cost of that is there are a few additions who will make an impact. Giovanni Bernard is probably the best free agent they added, and first round pick Joe Tryon is more of a developmental pass rusher than an immediate starter. But back-to-back championships are always hard, and the Bucks have all the pieces to repeat again in 2022. Next I have the Tennessee Titans, with a projected record of 11-6. Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and Ryan Tannehill are going to be immensely relied on if the Titans are going to have any success this season. The cornerback room is basically all brand new and might take some time to develop. But still, that offensive trio has earned enough respect to lead the Titans to at least a playoff berth. They shouldn't be written off just yet. And finally, we have the Washington football team with a projected record of 11-6. I am absolutely all in on the Washington football team this season. I think they have more than enough talent to emerge as a real contender for years to come despite the questionable quarterback situation. Their defensive line is top five in football, and they have more than enough playmakers for Fitzmagic. Anything less than an NFC East title might be a disappointment for the season. All right, so if you made it to this point in the video, you have seen all my record predictions and all that kind of stuff. Here, I just have all the divisions just mapped out in case you guys are wondering. Um, so. I'm going to go from left to right really quick. So in the AFC East, we have the Bills in first place, Dolphins in second, Patriots in third, and the Jets in fourth. Then the AFC North, I have the Browns in first place, then the Baltimore Ravens, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Then over in the AFC South, we have the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans tied for first place. So I just put the Colts up top and the Titans in second place. Then you have the Jacksonville Jaguars in third, and the Houston Texans in last place. Then AFC West, obviously the Chiefs in first place, then the Los Angeles Chargers in second, the Denver Broncos in third, and the Las Vegas Raiders in last place. Moving over to the NFC East, we have the Washington football team in first place, the Dallas Cowboys in second, the New York Giants in third, and then the Philadelphia Eagles in last place. NFC North, the Green Bay Packers, uh, first, excuse me, <laughs> and tied for second, we have the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. And then in fourth place, we have the Detroit Lions. And then the NFC South, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks in first place, the New Orleans Saints in second, Carolina Panthers in third, and Atlanta Falcons in last place. And then on the bottom part here, I couldn't fit it and I didn't want to make all the tiers look weird. So on the bottom part, in order, we have the Los Angeles Rams in first place, the Seattle Seahawks in second, the Arizona Cardinals in third, and the San Francisco 49ers in last place. So there you have it. There is the video for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please, like I said earlier, leave a like, comment, share if you can, and subscribe to the channel. Please, it means the world to me. Thank you again so much for 500 plus subscribers. That's crazy. The fact that we came into 2021 with a goal of 300 subscribers and now we're past 500 is unbelievable. Who knows? Maybe we can get to a thousand by the end of the year. That would be something crazy, but 
Thank you so much for your continued support. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. Have a great day. Thank you so much for watching.